Okay, today's daf is daf Lamed Zayin. And yesterday's shir, we were discussing, we ended by discussing the various different pieces of jewelry and exactly how they were defined. So because of that, we mentioned now the pasuk from Yishayahu. And it says, mm-hmm. Now, Tzufim continue referring to all these things that Kadosh Baruch was going to remove. So what's this talking about? So you have to look at it. The Reb Chaim says, Peshulatidlo, but in the future, Kishiyavu HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lashevet Yisrael, when Hashem is going to bring everyone back, meaning he's going to remove these, these things like pieces of jewelry. These seem to be sort of uh, various uh, bits of jewelry that they were there to, um, to uh, for, in, in a non-sneers context. Let's put it that way, right? To flaunt beauty or to entice us. You'll see some examples in a moment. So because of that, once again, since we're discussing jewelry, the Gemara is going to describe what all these things are. So what's Ha'achasim? That's Kurdikaya. Kurdikaya is, it's like a shoe that didn't have a heel on the back. Now, what's wrong with that? What's interesting here is Kamadatemas is Baraglehem Ta'achasna. So Ta'achasna is Ha'achasim, same Shoresh here. And there in the Gemara Babli, it talks about these shoes that the women, the, the ladies used to go out. Um, I mean, it, it, it was talking about the Benotzion, that they were not acting in the proper way. They would go out to the marketplace and they'd put in their shoes this more of a aforsimon. And when the Bahurim walked past, they'd sort of stamp on the ground in a way it would let out this fragrance. And to use a last one of the, uh, of the Gemara, um, it would, uh, that it would, um, it would incite and, 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 uh, within the, with them like a, like the poison of an angry snake. In other words, it was very effective. Okay, so that's, so not, again, I don't think we're just talking about crocs here. We're talking about, you know, uh, these type of uh, jewelry or endowments that were there to, um, for Znut reasons. Let's put it that way. Okay, but without an introduction, let's try and understand the rest of them. Hashvisim, that's the next thing. That's Shaltonia. What's Shaltonia? Um, that seems to be, I, I'm going to have to explain with Rukhain the whole way. This seems to be like a, some sort of embroidery uh, piece of, um, fabric that they would go across the, it says, that would hang down from the hairnet. Okay. And come down by the forehead. Okay. And how, what's the proof of that? So you see the association with a svacha with a hairnet. Next one that's mentioned in the Pasuk is Hasaharonim. What are Saharonim? That's Onkaya. What are these Onkaya? That's a Reb Chaim says it's Tachshit Bidmut Yareach. It's like a, a piece of jewelry that had the shape of a moon that did hang from the necks. How do we know that something that hangs from the neck? It says, referring to Gidon, that he took these sarhonim around the necks of the, the horses. Let's continue. And Netifot, what is Netifot? What is Netifot? They are Salmine, or Shalmine, I should say. These are, these are type of, um, it's a minanak. It's like a like a necklace. I think that hang around. They came around by the chest. Okay, the sheirot. They are shirayim. This is like bracelets. That's the way. What one explanation is that smidim shabayad. The har the har alot. What is har alot? There's a bal nidaya. So bal nidaya is a Reb Chaim says it's sniff shemat snifot kol parts of him. This is a very interesting one. They cover the whole face, chutz mil gagal and except for their eyes. Now you think what's wrong with that? Because sometimes by concealing more, it can actually be enticing. Meaning, it creates a sense of mystery. Okay? Which is like an interesting take um, on what could possibly be wrong with this. Let's continue. Um, here. Hasherot, we just, okay. Haperot, that's Kalila. 
this uh, this is like a type of hat. It sounds like kamatama uparechem aroshehem. The pair parechem is aroshehem. Again, the pair is wearing something. Here, perot here, you see it's wearing something on one's head. Generally, that passes with the understanding is more like a crown. Next is hatsadot. These are the purfasala. This is what we discussed before in yesterday's year. These are the so-called arafim garters or these like leg bands. Hakishurim is karkishaya. So karkishaya is a Reb Chaim says, Kshurim Ktsarim Kshikoshrim Bahem Tsaram. So like, it sounds like some sort of head ties of, so, of some sort. Or Bata Nefesh. What are these Bata Nefesh? These are Tirgem Akilas. They are Estu Muchria. What's this type of jewelry? Davashinitan al Beta Nefesh. This is a type of jewelry that came down by the heart. So like you can, one of these dropped jewelry pieces that would again draw attention to that region, presumably, if we're talking about things that were promiscuous. Balachashim. What are these lachashim? This is is kadashaya. Kadashaya are agil shabozen. These are earrings. Tavashunitan al beit lechisha. It's interesting. Why are they called lachashim? Because they go on the place where someone would whisper into. Like lachash, lachash is to whisper. So that's why it's referring to the earrings. Hatabaot. We know what tabaot are. They, those are rings. That's iskaya. Nizme haaf. Tavashunoten al gabeachoten. That's a nose ring. Hamachalatzot. These are. Pirzumata, which is some, some type of a cloak. It's a katonet, Reb Chaim explains. Hamatafot, what are the matafot? These are kulbin ma'afaran. Kulbin, sorry, umaafaran. They are the smalot matafot behem. So some, some sort of like wraps or cloaks or something like that. Hamitpachot, what are mitpachot? That's sabnayan ravravan. These are mapot vesadim dolim, big uh, sheets. The charitim, what are charitim? Charitim is um, it says, Zunrin Matsuyarin for Ulsurika Matsuyarin. So, Rukhain says, is Chagorotcha Chartuminetsuro. These are belts that were quite ornate, it sounds like. They've engraved into different sort of images. The Chenbegatcha Messi Mishuyar, Mitsuyar, or or in, in a um, elaborately, if you like, embroidered and, and decorated type of silk garment. Command of Tamer, as it says, so you can see charitim refers to something that's done with sort of fine, fine work. Okay? Which is, not, that normally means like engravery. But let's continue. Hagilyonim, that's a galgalaya. Now, interesting with a galgalaya is, it, galgalaya is a belt, but it's, I don't think it's a, I'm not sure where I saw this, but it's not like a normal belt, it's like a belt, yeah. It's a rebchain says this. It's like a belt that goes around and around a person, continues to wrap. And asadinim is sadinaya, which is a, a sheet of some sort. And let's continue. Hatsnifot, that refers to a ulraya, but it's like a turban. Someone puts on the head. Kamadatayman says, atahor al rosho, they put the sanif, you see, it's sniff, something goes on one's head. So it's a turban. would also be kavalokecha. That you'll be like a precious thing in the hands of a Kaddish Baruch talking about Tidla, but Hashem will care for you. And that Snif Munucha, this royal turban, like in the hand of, so you see, Snif is referring to like a turban. Okay. Harididim is Lasota. What's Lasota? That is, Reb Chaim here explains, others explain differently, but he says it's like a very thin type of garment. So you should remove, the, again, referring to Rididim as being some, some sort of garment. Okay. That explains the, all the different garments. Let's now get back to the topic of Masech, the next Mishnah. Yotzei Isha Bechutei Se'ah. Things that a woman can go out with is Bechutei Se'ah and Bein Mishlamein Meshachavelta. Means you can, you say, hairs, like either hair ties or hair fillers, from uh, from a friend, whether it's hers or somebody else's. Now, what the reason is, because we said 
is that before we were, she wasn't allowed to have ribbons and things in her hair, out of concern that what? That she'll have to, and because they're tight, they'll make a chatzitza. But we're understanding is that these, the hairs don't form a chatzitza. Let's continue. If you recall, this was like the headband, or the dangly parts that came down the side. Before we said she cannot go out wearing those, out of panic concern, she'll take it off. However, here, there's much in Tiforim, but they're actually tied into a kavul, which is a, the hat. Uh, sorry, but when they're actually tied into it, sorry, then there's no concern because you'd have to take off a whole head covering to, to, just to, to show that little uh, piece of jewelry, and there's no concern. And finally, it says, Sorry, it wasn't tied into kavul, it was tied into the svacha. But let's continue. This is the hat that went under the svacha, if you recall the hairnet. We said this was the, at the time I said this is like the hair fillers, or uh, if a woman didn't have hair, she'd wear it. It's not necessarily the shaitel that we'd like, we understand, in the common use that we are familiar with. These she can go out into a chatzer. Now, if you recall, we said there are certain things that we were concerned she'd go out, and the kavul she wouldn't be able to go into a shesharabim with. But if you recall, like at the time I explained that. In her they didn't make that asur because they didn't want Shem, they, they still wanted her to look pretty at home. They weren't going to make everything asur out of concern. If we allow her in Chatzar, she'll, she'll wear it in the, in the street. That was a discussion we had previously. Okay. This refers to some sort of uh, like a piece of uh, gauze or something or a sort of um, pad of some sort that they put in one's ear. So all these things you can do, you can put it in your ear, you can have a moch on the sandal for the same, same wound on the floor, or moch or a woman who's in nida, that, that type of moch, because other things we were concerned she might take and show and remove it, okay? However, these, firstly, we're not concerned she'll remove it, and secondly, if it falls, we're not concerned she's going to pick it up, okay? That's the point. Um, I think, in other words, uh, yes. And actually, Reb Chaim actually says it slightly differently. He says, because these are what's called Tzorech Gufohem, they're necessary for the body, then it's not considered a Masoy at all. Okay? Uh, I can't remember where I saw those explanations. I just saw it to explain to you. Let's continue. Pilpil Vagargir Melach. This is a... Um, so Pilpil is pepper, and Gargir Melach is a piece of salt. Now, why would someone have it in their mouth? One is that the pepper was for against bad breath, and the salt, if they've got some sort of something wrong with their teeth. Right? They'd have a piece of salt, a big piece of salt, and have it by their tooth. Now, those things, it says, um, you can go, you're allowed to have it in your mouth as long as it's in your mouth prior to Shabbat, but not put it in your mouth on Shabbat itself. Why? Reb Chaim says it's Mishum Rufua, because these things are Mishum Rufua, and the Shabbat is Asur. And if you recall, we said previously that there was a gzera against taking certain medicines on Shabbat out of concern that people would actually start producing medicines and grinding. So if it was in the mouth prior to Shabbat, that's fine. But taking, putting this piece of salt in the mouth, this large piece of salt, I presume, in the mouth on Shabbat, that's something medicinal, and you wouldn't be able to do that on Shabbat. Okay? Okay. Um, fine. Let's continue. If it falls out, you cannot put it back. We'll discuss this in the Gemara. Okay? Because, again, it's like, Effectively, like putting it in, um, taking the medicine Shabbos is it. Now, so this is like a false tooth or a golden tooth. It says, Remimer, Mati Ramira says it's Muta to go out on Shabbos. Because again, if you saw previously, if you remember, we discussed that these are things that are tamun, these are, they're inside, they're concealed mostly. So he wasn't concerned that he might take it out and she might take it out, look my cute tooth and show it to a friend. However, the Chachamim say, Us Osrim. Now, why the Chachamim Osr will have us see the Gemara? 
It's not a concern he's going to take it out and show it to anybody, but we'll see that in the Gemara. Let's continue. Now, let's look at the Gemara. Uh, Rokhani says we should read it here, Tnan. Uh, the gear is to change our body. It's Hanan Bar, Hanan Bar, as opposed to Anan Kur. Anyway, let's continue. So, anyway, Tanan. Imi Amar, Imi Amar, Kamei Rebbe Huda Menasya. Bar, he takes it with Menasha, Yirmiya. Now it seems to be that when, even though we said you can use a woman can go out wearing the hair of a friend to tie up her hair or fill it out, <coughs> that um, it's when I say fill it out, Reb Chaim says just to, to get the, on the mission, it says shakolat him Sarah. You know, it's like almost plaited in with her hair. Okay, this is like we had the, the threads before being plaited in with her hair. Um, fine, but anyway, women are saying. While you can use your, the friend's hair, you cannot be that a yalda takes a skein or a tennis skate takes a yalda. Okay? Meaning an old, an old lady takes hair from a young girl or vice versa. Now, Reb Chaim explains here as follows. He says, despite the fact she can go out with her friend's hair, a young girl wouldn't take the gray hairs of an old lady and put it through it and, and braid it into her hair. Um, because then it's clearly not nice. It, it look, it's a bit jarring the contrast. Because it doesn't look like a head. What's a young girl going out with some gray hairs or something like that? Well, people laugh at her for doing that. And then she's going to end up pulling it out. Okay. So there's an, again another concern that we're finding uh, on when it comes to Shabbat is okay, even if it's not a masoi, even if it's considered part of clothing, and even not concerned she's going to take it out to show her friends, she might take it out because she's embarrassed. People make fun of her. And therefore, there's a restriction in terms of whose hair you're, you're allowed to braid it in. Okay, let's continue. But the Gemara says, one second. Now, we'll see this soon enough, which is the next mission, really. The Mishnah says that young girls can go out with chutet semer, which is like a threads of wool. Why? Reb Chaim says, since young girls don't have like, a, it's not for them to go into tefillah. Like uh, Isha Nida, like an old lady. There's no concern that Dilma Shari Lahud, she's going to undo her hair because of Chatzitza, like we had previously. And then Ravba, Bashem Rabbi Huda says, even if it's hanging around her neck. Now, why do we need to tell us even if it's hanging, around, even if it's hanging around her neck? I read Rabbi Chaim again. It says, don't say the issue with having tzemer um, in her hair. Lo teima dumi dahachiv katani shabanot yotzal bechutin. That's similar to here. Mishum dechutin al gabei sar hu rach al gabei kasher. You might think the concern was is because something soft and something that's hard. Aval betzavar if it was on her neck to have a rach al gabei rach, which something soft and soft to vaday chaitze. That's definitely going to be a chaitze. In other words, because the material are similar, right? Usually, when there's a contrast, there's less of a chaitze. Then it be chaitze and but not be asur. So Lord, don't think that that's a reason. Even a thread around the neck is mutar. Now, there's not the issue of, it's not because one's a chatzitza, one's not a chatzitza. Because we're not concerned by our girls that you're going to have a situation having to immerse in a maker. That's why even around her neck would be fine. Okay? So therefore, we find that even on her head would be fine. Now, the question is, if that's the case, despite the fact with Semer Pishan, it's not like her hair, right? So nonetheless, 
So why is that different when it said a Yalda can't go out with Eskena? So let me just go over it again outside. Now, what's a Kasha? We said just now the Yalda can't go out with the hair of Eskena, Eskena with the Yalda because it's so different. There's such a contrast between them. And then she'll get embarrassed and take it out. But nonetheless, what are we saying now? We're saying that the Banot, you can go with Chuti despite the fact there is a long, big contrast. We're not concerned she'll get made fun of and take it out. So what's going on? Um, so the Gemara says, Rav Shmuel Barzira says, Taman. So it says, Taman, she'en yechololavi, um, chut, uh, chut domela sara. When you're talking about hair ties and wool and things like that, since you can't find a, a match at all, then nothing's going to match your hair with wool. Therefore, you're tsebo. Then people go out with that, and it's not considered jarring, and people are going to make fun of the fact that she's got some wool in her hair that's different to the color of her own hair. It won't be embarrassing. That's what people do. They'll take a different color wool or wool. That's, it's such a con- that contrast is not something that's embarrassing. But if, however, she's trying to break through hair, which you can find someone similar, meaning Ben Gila, meaning someone of the same age, and 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 in that case, if she takes something different, that would be jarring and that would be embarrassing and there is a concern to take it out. So again, when you say Yalda can go out with Chotei Tzemer, there's no concern Mishum Tevila and there's also no concern Mishum Judah embarrassment because... There, because again, the, the contrast itself is not embarrassing. Because if you're going to put wool in your hair, braid it, braid it through it, it, it the contrast, the the, the the difference is what's is what's the normal practice. However, the, if however you're trying to braid another person's hair into your hair, well then, since the option there is an option to find something similar, use something different that would be jarring and would run the case you'd be embarrassed and pull it out and carry it. Okay, anything that sort of sits by her head, any hair fillers, that's called a Peah. I'm not actually sure why the Gemara to say this, but the parish is called Shum Yashev al Rosh Bemakom Sea Ah, that's why. That's why we had to say it, sorry. In other words, if you recall in our mission, we said that a Kavul and a Peah Nochrit, she can go out wearing an Achatzer. So what the Gemara Rabbi is saying is not just a full wig, but anything that would sit on her head is something, even partially, whatever, that would be something that's considered a Peah. Okay, Let's continue. Now, nearly nearing the end of the first onboard. So he had some sort of moch in his ear, for his, and it fell out. What do you want to do? He wanted to put it back in on Shabbat. Okay? And his friends told him off and said, no, you can't do this. Now, Rav Chaim says the next word we have to read is refuah. Okay? That's the Havamina. The Havamina at this stage, the way the Gemara explains, is, is that there's look at whether this thing is a refuah. So we're, what we're going to see in the Gemara now is uh, a, a, a four different ways trying to understand what the debate is. Why were the Chavraya, why were the, uh, the other, his uh, colleagues, if you like, didn't want him to put it back in, and he wanted to put the Moch back in for his ear. So Rabbi Yana, first understanding is Rabbi Sava Meimar, Shemen Hu Shuhu Merapeh. He thought, what's the thing that's fixing my ear? What's the medicinal component? That's the oil. I'm just putting the mochim, which is the gauze, if you like, or the, the pad. <clears throat> now, the Rebchaim explains in two ways. One understanding is, is that, uh, that he, had, he perceived this, this, this pad as just, you know, holding everything in place, stopping the oil coming out. So it's only meshamer, the oil. So therefore, what I'm doing by putting the pad back in is not medicinal at all. Another understanding is he was, he was using a dry pad versus, versus one that was completely, you know, immersed in oil, and the dry padding, he said, has, has no medicinal uh, benefit. 
have a, and the Chachamim, the Chavraya, they said, Sabri Meimar, Mochu, Shumarape. He said, no, that's Merape. So in other words, what the first Havamin at this stage is that the Machloket was, why can't, what was the debate, whether you can put it in or not, whether the pad itself was going to be Merape. Okay. Now the Gemara says, Velo kenam Rabbi Yehuda b'shem Reb Zira ha'choshesh ve'ozno. Someone who has an earache, noten shemen al-gabay rosho. What he can do, he can put, he can put the shemen on his head. Velo chesh, then say some psukim uh, or words. Actually, not psukim, some some sort of a, um, I don't know, some words, if you like. Obavad shelo yiten lo biyad lo In other words, and then the oil would roll down onto the ear. And the idea was, he permitted to do with a shinoi. Okay. So if that's the case, the question the Gemara then is, is if we see putting the oil on this ear in a shino is permitted, why the Chavrayan not let him put the pad back in? The, the presumed understanding is that that would also count as a, some sort of a shinoi, not direct medicinal uh, uh, healing. So Rav Sav, so now we have to come to answer too. Rav Sav, Now what's this machuk with Rav or not? Now here we have to appreciate this. This goes back, this goes to Masefta Kalim. And it's regarding kisuyim, lids. And there's a debate regarding whether kisuyim themselves have to hand, have handles or not. Okay? <clears throat> so Rabbi Yossi says, when do I need a handle? When do I need a beit achiza? Rabbi Yossi says, that's only for kisuyi karaka. That's only for, <clears throat> if I've got a um, hole in the ground and I want to put the lid on it. I mean, nowadays you can imagine like the, um, you know, the, the sewage lids or, or in Australia, we had like the telephone things were in the ground. So those little lid things on the ground. So that lid doesn't have a handle on it. So it says, if you want to handle those, put it on, you need handles on them, literally handles on them. Okay. And we're, and the Kisue Kalim, for a clear, they don't need a uh, a handle on it. The Kisue, even without a handle, it's considered a, still a lid. So let's just well, keep reading Reb Chaim. Um, and by the way, this has got to do with the mukta, meaning because initially it says, the Chachamim says, kol kisuyim, if it doesn't have a handle on it, you can't nitalim, they can't move them. So he was saying as follows, Rabbi a reader of Chaim, in the middle of this, says, Rabbi Yanei, he says, no, all I need is a beta chisa is for something in the ground, a lid for the covers the ground. Because otherwise, it looks like you're now filling in the ground. And therefore, it will be asumishumbone, like some sort of construction thing. Ilav, unless it's muchach, it's clear that the bait achi, that's got a lid, a handle on this lid, delay the shakil vaduri avid, that it's made for taking on and putting off. You're not you're using that to fill in the ground. Aval, kisoi kalim, the kisoi kalim, they don't need a bait achiza. So therefore, af mamoch shabaozen nami nital afalo achiza. So the comparison is, that he says simple boards, which are lids, don't need a beta chiza to be not considered muksa. So to this moch, this pad is putting in, in his ear, doesn't need some sort of handle on it. However, the chavrai that argued on him, they say that no, even lids need some sort of beta chiza to give it a shem kli. So to the, the pad you're putting in your ear, you also need a beta chiza, otherwise it's considered muksa. So the second way of trying to understand this debate is whether, is whether this moch itself is muksa. They say you can't put it back in because it's mukta. Ah, but one second, the Gemara said initially they told him off Mishum, as I said, Mishum Rufua. He said, Rukhani said that was the Gemara's Havamina. But the second way of understanding it is that debate was regarding whether this Mukh needs a handle or not. So the Gemara says, but one second, that doesn't work. 
And why doesn't it work? So Rabbi Yana says, But we know that Allah is like Rabbi Yossi. Okay. And if, and therefore, you don't, for the lids in the, for the lids on Kalim, you don't need a beta you don't need a beta So I can say there's a machloket. So what we say now is as follows. No, Rabbiane Savar Mema Adam Lo Asu Otoka Karka Vachaveroy Savar Mema Adam Adam Kakarkahu. So what does it mean, Dam Kakarkahu? The concern is, is that would they make a gzera by a person that any covering, even a powder goes in the ear? Needs a beta chizad of concern that they might start putting such lids that don't have a beta chizad on the ground. Do we make a by Adam agav karka? Okay. So even if Rabbi Yossi says by, uh, sorry, um, uh, I'll just read, uh, read the Rukhain, sorry. Therefore, if you go there atu karka, then you need a beta chizad as well, despite the fact that for normal kalim, they don't need it. Okay. Mishum, why? Uh, why is that? Umishum the Adam dami lekarka lesharmili because because for many other laws dinim Adam is like a karka. I'm assuming for things like kinyanim, right? For avadim and things like that. So the Gemara says that also doesn't work. Lo ken amar lo ken amar bezira asalur bechia bar ashi beit yad lemochshe bozno. So it's quite the opposite. It sounds like everybody holds. If you want a mochshe bozno, this padviri, you need to have a beit achiza. It needs to be Hashem Klee. So it sounds like everyone holds your Gozer Adam Atokarka. So then what's Machloket? No. So therefore, Sabri Meimah Adam Kakarko. The Chene. Indeed, that's the case. Ella, Kene Rebi Yanai Sabra Meimah In Shchiach Hu Mehalech Bahen Arba Amod. The Chabre Sabri Meimah Shchiach Hu Mehalech Bahen Arba Amod. In other words, what was the Machloket in the day? In the day, he had a Beit HaChizah. It fell out. It wasn't Ishim Mushum Rufua. It wasn't Ishim Mushum Mukta. The concern is... Is they say, the Chavraya said you can't put it back because if we lay put it back, there's a concern that as, as it falls out, people will do it as they're walking and as they try to put it back in, they're going to walk Dalada Mashanushusarabi. And whereas Rabbiane says, no, we don't have that concern, there's no reason to make it there in that context. So that was there's no reason to ask for someone to put it back in. If Shema, they might actually start, you know, doing when they're walking and the like. Okay? That's the that's our sugar regarding these ear pads. Let's continue. Amrav Mana, Shamit Tam Min Rav Shmuel. I heard a reason from Rav Shmuel, and importantly, this is regarding the, the, the false teeth. Shento Tevet, Shento Zahav, B'Shem Rebizira, V'loy Ana Yada Man Shamit. But I actually don't remember what, what it was. I mean, I remember learning it, but I remember what the reason was. So, Ma'i Chadun, what's it din? So, Amar Mistavre B'Shem Shazahav. You know what? I think it was regarding the Shento Zahav. Sh'amda L'Abiyoker, L'Otetzer, Dinaf L'Amachzerali. What's the reason why she can't go out with this golden tooth? Because we're concerned that if it f- falls out, since it's so expensive, she'll end, she's not going to leave it on the floor. She's going to end up picking it up and then um, carry it to Okay? And then again, as she's putting it in, she might walk and carry it to So, however, now the, the question is, one second, Shen, Shen Toteva, this false tooth. Now, what was that false tooth made of? It wasn't made of um, fancy materials we have nowadays. Another false tooth, it wasn't gold, it was made of wood. Okay? Okay. In other words, I can understand a, a golden tooth. You can give that Sfara. Then it might fall out because it's expensive. She'll end up carrying it. But what about this wooden tooth? What does she care? It's not, it's not much value. She'll just let it stay on the floor. Shouldn't it, um, so the Gemara then says, Mate, Lecha says, No. Od hi avili chore, hi Meaning, yes, it doesn't have a lot of value, but it's a little bit embarrassing to go back to the carpenter and say, Can you make me another tooth? 
Okay. So therefore, because of that, to save from, in other words, the financial value isn't very much for this wooden one, but the kavod or busha value is quite high. She's going to take it and try to put it back in because she's scared to go back to this, uh, the carpenter to make, to fashion another one. Okay. Let's continue. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Michad, Chashishina, Ivahorele, Chavraya, um, uh, Horele, Chavraya, I mean, it was more, more, more uh, that it was okay. He had something wrong with his tooth and he was taught him you can heal it. And and another person had an issue with their ear. And he was told his, um, he was matir him to actually put a moch in the ozen. Okay, put something in the ear. We don't know who said what. So, man, min man de rabiasa sha'al la asaina, asaina, sorry, the rabiakov. From that which we see, rabiasa asked, Rabiako bar Acha, regard the, the doctor of doctor of Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha, Ma Avid Shinea de Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha. What's Chavreinu? How's the tooth, the teeth of Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha doing? In other words, Rabbi Asa asked Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha's doctor, how's his tooth doing? And he didn't tell him, oh, by the way, make sure he doesn't do anything on Shabbos. Must mean me ma de lo am Rabbi Asa lo batla min yome have who the horrible He must be the one that was mad here doing medicinal things for a tooth on Shabbos. Okay. In fact, he was conversing with his doctor. Sorry, I wasn't sure. Sorry if that wasn't clear. But in fact, he conversed with his doctor asking how Rabbi Yaakov Barako's tooth is doing. He didn't instruct him, don't do this on Shabbos. Must mean he's of the shit that said his mutter to do things for someone's tooth on Shabbos. Okay. Now, if you recall, we had the machloke with Rabbiana and his chaverim regarding putting this, this, this pad back in his ear on Shabbat. So when it says, in the Mishnah, that Abuvachlo Lieutenant Betchila Beshabas, okay, he must have understood that it's only referring to those two things, which is the Gargir Shamelach and Pilpel. Okay, whereas the Chavraya, the other Chachamim, Patron the Avakul, must be, must there must understood when it says Bevalishlo Yeten, referring to all the things we said back earlier on in the Mishnah, which includes the Mokshabozin as well. Okay, that's again, we sort of took a debate we saw earlier on. Took a bit of a break and went back to that, if you like, and saw how that fits into the, the safe of the Mishnah. Okay, let's continue. Let's just do a, a bit of, uh, introduce the Mishnah and then we'll stop. So, Yotzim Basela Shalat Sinit. So, it seemed to be that there's some sort of wound on the foot. We'll see exactly what it is in a moment. And what they would do for help heal it, they put a coin on it. That was considered not carrying. It's allowed to go that, uh, one's allowed to go out without the Shabbat. But not Yotzim Chutin. We talked about these, uh, these hair, these, these strings that are put into the hair. I feel the kiss Mishabah's name, even in sort of like toothpicks they put in their ears. And that's after they pierced their ears. So they wouldn't close up, they'd put these little, uh, little twigs in there. Okay. Arviot, Yotso Ra'ulot. So the Arviot, meaning women in, in Arab countries, right? They would go Ra'ulot. They'd go all wrapped up. They could go out with their hair covered up and just the eyes exposed. Umadayot, and those living in Madai, they would prufot. Now prufot seemed to be that they would, again, it would wrap around them. The face would be exposed. But as they wrap it around, they would put it over, we'll learn this in a later mission in more detail, they would sort of fasten it over like a rock. So they'd have a loop on it, and they'd get a piece of uh, a stone or something, or a coin even, and bunch some fabric around it, and then loop it over that. Okay? And it would be considered carrying. So this is, uh, this is again, we'll discuss in more detail when we get to Gemara. But it says, but anyway, these are other means that someone can go out and Shabbos. It says, Meaning the fact that we talk about um, uh, Araviot and Madiot, that's only that the reason it's not saying exclusively these people can go out in this fashion. Really, anyone can. It's just meaning it was only really in these countries that went out in that way. So that's why we use that as an example. Okay. 
Kodu?